It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous. This is a crazy month. This is a crazy time. This is very different. You've seen all the news all day long. And uh, it's a time to be kind to each other. It's a kind to be maybe even kinder, uh, softer, to uh, the word to use and apply the word solidarity in our love life, in uh, our friendships, in you know our work relationships, in in the people we care and, and our neighbors and everybody else. So you know this is going to be the philosophy of this show more than ever. You know, uh, love life and, and love each other, uh, kindness and, and, and gratitude also. Uh, so that that's kind of where I am tonight. This is where I stand. Now, if you have any questions about your relationships or you want to share a romantic thing that someone did for you, you did for someone, or maybe someone proposed to you, maybe lately, share it with me because we want to hear all the love every night on The Rendezvous. Call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship... 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So tell me what happened between you and your boyfriend. Oh, um, well, we've been dating for a while now, and we're kind of at the, at the stage where we are talking about our families, and um, I really want him to meet mine. But every time I ask about his family, he kind of just like changes the subject. And um, so we were supposed to have plans last week, and um, and he he pulled out. He said he was sick, so I decided I was going to go and bring him like chicken soup and you know airborne and all this stuff in a care package. And when I got to his apartment, I knocked on the door, and his dad answered, and his like whole family was there, and it was really awkward. And he didn't introduce me as his girlfriend. He said I was just a friend from school. Mm. So I left, and he hasn't returned any of my text messages. And I'm thinking, is he embarrassed by me? Did I do something wrong? I need some advice. Simon, please help. Okay, um, before I answer, were you guys exclusive before that happened? Were you guys exclusive or just seeing each other? I guess we didn't ever have the talk talk, but... We were pretty exclusive, I thought. Maybe, well, now I'm second guessing everything. But because, I mean, yeah. Yeah, because unless um, you've had the talk and unless, you know, yeah. things are clear for both partners, the problem is in this case, which is not an excuse for his behaviors, which I think is strange, but it could explain that maybe, you know, he's seeing other people, his dad knows it, and you guys, for him, you were not exclusive. That's what it looks like. It looks like his oh. dad knew he was seeing other people, and you know, other people knew that, so he didn't want to introduce you as his girlfriend because maybe they've met other girls, and therefore he didn't want to be in an awkward situation. Regardless, I'm sure it hurts mm-hmm. your feelings, right? Yeah, it does. So it's listen. I think it's time to give up on this dude. I think this is a lesson yeah. and a, a red flag. That I don't want you to waste your time, Jen. I want you to like find somebody who's proud to introduce you to parents, family, and friends from the get-go. Um, mm-hmm. And if that's not the case, then you deserve better, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. That makes me feel a lot better. You're most welcome, Jen. That's what I'm here for. So no breaks. Bye-bye to this gentleman. Okay. Will do. <laughs> 
Merci. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. Bonsoir. Now, I'm doing 180 because I just got an email. Somebody's confused because after first good night, their partner said something confusing, to say the least. Therefore, we're going to get to that email next. No matter what, the rendezvous must go on. And it's going on, right? And we're going to keep it about love and relationships here tonight. If you have a question for me but can't call the show for any reason, email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Miranda, what happened between Serena and the man she's seen? Serena says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Serena. I just had ooh-la-la for the first time with this guy I've been dating, and it went great. But after it was over, he told me that he hates my tattoo. Hmm. It's a lower back tattoo that I got when I was much younger, and it's faded now, so it doesn't exactly look great. But it was almost like he was turned off by it. So now I'm feeling self-conscious to have ooh-la-la with him again because I like him a lot, and I don't want him to be turned off. So what should I do? What should you do if after the first ulala that went very nicely, your partner says he hates you tattoo? Good question. I'm going to answer that next. How would you feel if you've been dating this person for a while, you finally have the first ulala, and after it's over, the guy tells you he hates that one tattoo, the only tattoo you have on your lower back, right? And now you're feeling like, self-conscious about it, you know, and you don't know, you know, should you have ooh because you like him a lot, but you don't want him to be turned off by the tattoo. So what should you do? And so Serena, thank you for your email. My answer is simple. Either he likes all of you or he can kiss you bye-bye because the tattoo you've had, it's part of you now. And I think it's passive aggressive from him to even mention it, be honest. He should be grateful and happy he's had this romantic moment with you. And so I think it's rude and unnecessary. If I were you, I would really question if I wanted to ooh-la-la with this guy again. So follow your intuition and decide whether it was against you to say that or not, and then do what your intuition tells you. But I'm pretty upset at what he did. Anyway, any other questions? 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, chérie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Tell me how can I help you tonight? Um, so I have a, an interesting situation. Um, the man I'm dating, he is technically still married, but he is separated from his wife. Um, and they're just, they're still together just because of certain financial and health insurance reasons, but they've been separated for like almost two years. But, you know, he and I are getting serious and he wants to meet my family and I kind of want him to meet my family. And I just, I don't know, should we tell my parents that he's still technically married? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know your parents. Are they very open-minded or more old school? traditional they've been married for like 32 years so i don't know how they're going to respond and i mean i want to be honest with them but also i want them to like him i understand so uh, in that case um do you think it would be safer not to tell them anything about this situation of his right now and just introduce him as your boyfriend and say nothing else or or option two it's not time to introduce him yet I, that's what we're wrestling with. I mean, I really want him to meet, like, he's important to me. 
I see us, you know, eventually probably getting married ourselves, and I don't want to start off on the wrong footing with well, my then family. Maybe we yeah. don't rush it. Maybe we wait a little. So you don't have to, you know, not answer a question. Why don't you wait a little? There's no hurry, right? So That's true. Yeah, let's take away the pressure. Let's take away, you know, the situation. Just diffuse it by just waiting a couple more weeks and see how it goes with for him. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Your parents love you. They love you the way you are. They're going to love who you pick. And, you know, there's, of course, some old school families who are very disapproved. But the thing is, the guy is separated, yeah. right? He's, so I, I think that um, your family will be okay. But I don't know them. I say go with your intuition. Wait for the right time. More importantly, the more timing for you, for you than them, to introduce him. That's what matters to me. You. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. true. Yeah, I, I don't see a reason to rush it either. I mean, I want them to meet, but, I, you know. I think yeah. you're right. I think we'll probably put it off for just a little longer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just for as long as you're not comfortable, don't introduce him. That will be your picker. Once you feel comfortable to introduce him, go ahead. Until then, just wait. Okay. Thank All right, you, Cherry. Simon. That's the help. Thank you're most you. welcome. Thank you for calling and have a good night. And just as a follow-up question, I wonder how much do we say to our friends and family about the people we're dating? Let's talk about that next. How much do you think you should say at the beginning about the people you're dating? Well, if you think about my last caller, you know, about, you know, should you tell about somebody who is maybe, you know, in the process of divorce and not legally divorced yet, for instance? Um, how much should you talk about your partner history and personal life is a good question because Everybody has judgment. So here's my advice on this. Only say what you're comfortable to share with. Because really, and first of all, until you're not exclusive, say as little as possible because we don't know if it's going to last. And after that, once you're exclusive, when you feel comfortable saying this, say it. But remember, it only belongs to both of you. And sharing each other's personal story with other people is something that is not needed unless you want to do it and you're comfortable with it. That's kind of where I go. Now, I've made a mistake, among the many mistakes I've made, about oversharing too early. And you want to know what happened? Stay with me. That story is next. All right, before I tell you my story, remember the creator of the show, don't do like me, do better than me. This is another example. <laughs> I laugh because I've made so many mistakes. Anyway, so early on in my life when I knew nothing and even less than nothing about relationships and, and life in general. So um, I was back in France and I dated somebody who was uh, in the process of getting a divorce. So separated but not divorced yet. And um, she was a bit older than me. And we had a wonderful time and start dating and all this. And then I told one of my friends that I was seeing a woman that was not divorced yet. And he transformed that to a crazy drama story. And then the woman I was seeing was a bit older than me. She said, Simon, how do you share our private business like this with this guy that I don't even know, you know? And I'm comfortable because, you know, we're separated, but we're not divorced yet. So, Simon, please don't tell our business to no one until we agree on it. And I've learned my lesson. So remember that advice. If you're not both comfortable with it, don't say anything. And if you have any other questions, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, London. Bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour London. What's going on between you and your boyfriend now? Okay, so my boyfriend is going to school. He's a full-time student. He bartends on the weekend and he works so hard and I I do. I love him, but I just I still I feel so alone and um gosh, an ex-boyfriend reached out to me over mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. about a month ago and we started talking and it started off really innocent um it turned into so much more and i i'm not sure what to do because i i love my boyfriend but i'm emotionally cheating on him with this guy who doesn't uh-huh. uh, he doesn't really mean much to me and I, i i just need to know how to how to stop i guess and and refocus on myself and and my relationship with my boyfriend okay so you have not You know smooched or being romantic with the other guy right correct okay so now you want to stop emotionally you know going back and forth communication with this other dude right I do but I don't want to go back to feeling alone right so you said something very interesting London you said I love my boyfriend but you didn't say I'm in love with my boyfriend hmm. you said right and and so yeah. do you think that maybe you Instead of going back to that guy and not emotionally going with this other guy, it's time to quit both of them. Well, the first boyfriend you have doesn't make you happy, so why go back to what didn't work yesterday, right? That doesn't make sense. And then the other guy you don't really care for is just here to entertain you and make you feel like, you know, you're not alone. So London, I have a third sol- solution is like break up with the boyfriend, break up communication with the emotional person, go back to dating and... And find somebody in one person that makes you happy, wanted, the object of interest, somebody you can share your life with, somebody who is going to be present. Instead of this 50-50s, you got a 50% with that first guy, 50% emotionally with the other guy. That doesn't work, London. I suggest that maybe you rethink the strategy of start fresh and get myself a wonderful man. What do you say? Yeah. I'll tell you that. You're right. Who doesn't dare doesn't live life is not about being afraid of being alone or being afraid to break up the problem is to be afraid to fail we got it there London if there's one thing from tonight remember this who doesn't dare doesn't live then follow your intuition okay okay thank you so much all right thank you so much for your call good luck to you take the right decision thank you Simon Now, I'm going to change gears because I just got a voicemail with apparently somebody has a question for me about her boyfriend who's acting like unpredictable and she doesn't know what to do. So her voicemail is next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255 and I'll get to it just like for this one. Bonjour, Simon. Je m'appelle Nathalie. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years now, and every year we do this thing where we exchange a list of how we would like to improve our relationship. And this year, I asked him for more quality time. That's my love language. And the only thing on his list was that he wants more ooh-la-la, which is fine, but the thing is he wants it with other people. I am totally taken aback by this. because I, I don't want to share him. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you think, Simon. I love the show. Natalie, thank you for the voicemail. What should you do? 
if your boyfriend just announced to you that his wish to improve the relationship is to open the relationship so he can see other people. Let's talk about that next. What would you do if you're in a committed relationship and you have a tradition every year to like write down things that could improve the relationship, you and your partner? And then this year, in the case of Natalie, he writes on that list that he would like kind of open the relationship so he could see other people. And Natalie goes like, I don't want to share him. What should I do? So Natalie, what you do is immediately say, no, stop. Because we can all have fantasies. We can all wish for the world. We can all wish to have, you know, many kind of different things. But this is not reality unless both of you want it. So listen, I would put a stop to this right now and talk about it if he wants to talk about it. If he's not, you know, into the relationship anymore, different talk. But I'm against the idea that you would do something that you are not comfortable with. So I say, say no and tell him, you know, you will not and never open the relationship and that's the way it's going to stay. Or there's a different discussion to have and it's going to be unpleasant about separating. Be strong, be firm, be honest. Your calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. You know what I need now? L.S. A love story. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, D. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, D. So, you know what I need. I need to hear a love story so I am all ears. What's happening? Well, my boyfriend travels for work. Uh, and when I say he travels, I mean he's gone for the majority of the time every single month. I only get a few days with him. So when he's gone, as soon as he leaves, he always writes me pages and pages and pages of the most beautiful love letters. And then, so I have these letters while he's gone, and then every time he comes back, he always brings me flowers. And I told him he doesn't have to bring me flowers every time he comes home, and mm -hmm. he said he wants to because he feels like I deserve it, and it makes him feel good to give me things. Mm -hmm. And... These letters, like, I, I have a little special box that I put them in, and I treasure them. They're so beautiful. They're so from the heart. And, um, and he's not a writer. That's the best part. And, and how does that make you feel each time? It just, it, first of all, it makes me feel very special. It makes mm -hmm. me feel very loved. It makes me feel appreciated. It makes me feel seen. Mm -hmm. Um. In the past, with boyfriends, I have actually asked for a love letter. You know, when they ask me, oh, what do you want for Christmas? You know, I was, that's been my go-to answer. Write me a love letter. <laughs> and I've never gotten it. They, oh. Even though I told them what I wanted, they never did it. And I never asked my current boyfriend to do this. He just did it on his own, and he does it often. And they're so beautiful to read. There's, several of them make me cry. They're so beautiful. And... I feel very loved. Well, and you deserve it. And and love letters, I mean, that takes a gift to write them. It, it's it's um, uh, Some people can do it. Some people can't do it. Uh, but I'm glad you found somebody who can. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think it's something to cherish forever. It's, it's, it's priceless, precious, and timeless, a love letter. Yeah. So, well, I'm happy for you. Thank you so much for sharing. And, and what an insight. Uh, you know, as a guy, my parents were very old school, so I relate to that. They did that, and they still do that for each other, love letters. But now with social media, with text and all this, it's getting lost more and more, right? So yeah. taking, 
taking the time to write a handwritten note or love letter is a great gift. And you just reminded me that. So thank you so much, Dee. All right. Thank you. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Bonsoir and thank you so much for listening on this Monday night to The Rendezvous. And thank you for listening every night to The Rendezvous. Thank you so much for also uh, sharing your stories, your love stories, or asking me those questions that you know I love to answer. Um, and The Rendezvous really never goes to sleep. So if you have a question, by the way, in the middle of the night or tomorrow morning, and you cannot dial in at night. Remember, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com at my website or send me a DM at Rendezvous Radio or Instagram. DM me, no problem. And finally, don't forget, my answering machine is always on. My message is on. Just call 855-905-8255, actually 24-7, and we'll get back to you. Have a great evening. Bonsoir. À demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.